Hi guys, welcome to the Nebraska Wedding Podcast. I'm Kelly LaFleur, your host, and thank you so much for being here for yet another episode. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Uh, I created this podcast because I wanted to give couples planning their wedding in Nebraska another resource to get to know their vendors on a more personal level. And so if you are looking to hire people for your wedding or you've hired them and you see that they have an episode on the podcast, give it a listen because you will get to know them so much better and feel so much more comfortable that you have booked them and trust them and uh, just learn that they're really here for you. So obviously Christmas is coming up and with that, hopefully some of you are getting engaged or have gotten engaged over the last couple weeks. So as you enjoy the glint of that new ring or dudes, you know, just the warmth in your heart, knowing that you went through and asked the question, you know, enjoy that time. But also just if you need help with wedding planning, reach out. Uh, I know I would love to help you and get in touch with other good wedding pros, or if you just need some advice, DM us, comment, uh, send me an email. So I own Lacework Films, a wedding video company here in Omaha. And today I'm excited to welcome our guests. Uh, It's a couple who own a business here in Omaha. I have become very good friends with them. Uh, Kate and Joel Rudloff of A Final Take. So A Final Take has been around for a decade. I mean, if you have gotten married in the last 10 years, maybe they've done your wedding, either DJing or videoing it. Um, I'm really excited. This is the first videographer that we've had on the podcast. I am a videographer. And so I only want to bring on people that I really trust. So I want to make sure that you all get to hear from other fantastic videographers and DJs and Kate and Joel couldn't be more of a perfect fit. So without further ado, welcome Kate and Joel of A Final Take. All right. Hi, everyone. We're here today with Joel and Kate Rudloff, and I am so excited to have you guys here with A Final Take Films and DJ. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes. (laughs) We'll get into it. Okay. So for the listeners, if you could introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about the two of you and the business. Okay. Well, I'm Joel. And I'm Kate. We are a Final Take Films and DJ specializing in handcrafted commercial and wedding films. And we provide premiere sound entertainment and mc services for special events parties and events cool so tell me a little bit about joel how did you get started with dj so i i started djing uh my freshman year of college it sounded like a fun weekend gig i'm just kind of on a whim i applied and got a job with a local dj company started working for them uh worked for them for several years um after a few years working there i actually ended up meeting kate who was filming weddings at that time and that's when we kind of built a friendship and eventually started dating and then after we got married we decided to form a final take music and video together awesome okay so then kate how you're the film side of everything sure how how did you get started with that sure Um, Well, my journey started off at UNK, University of Nebraska at Kearney. I didn't know what my major wanted to be. Then I actually started working uh, or got an internship at Disney and did the Disney College program. 
gosh, I don't remember the year, but it was in spring. And then from that, moved back to Nebraska, discovered that I really enjoyed making films and um, working in that background. So went back to Florida uh, to Full Sail University and graduated in 2005 with a degree in film production. I really wanted to do directing and move to California and or possibly work on a cruise ship. And what ended up happening was I ended up moving back to Nebraska and I met Joel while working in the wedding industry after getting into wedding films or dipping my toes into the wedding industry. And I became the anchor that kept her here. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah. And since then, we've, I feel like, become unstoppable. That doesn't sound right. Um, <laughs> From the time we met, and it's it's been a fun journey for us to be able to work together and, you know, me handling the DJ side of things, her doing the video. It's kind of been a, a, a fun expedition for us together. Um, and then eventually she trained me up enough to where I was able to start filming with her and, and part of kind of, vibe uh, within the past year, we've actually rebranded ourselves from a final take music and video to a final take films and DJ. Uh, and with that also comes with our new packaging, instead of doing just her doing video is actually us filming together. Because we like working together. Some days. <laughs> Good old husband and wife team. <laughs> I guess, well, I didn't I didn't bring this up, but from the time between Nebraska or after film school, I did move to Chicago for a little bit and worked on production side of things. I worked for shows like Deal or No Deal. Um, I worked for Home and Garden Television. I worked for Pink Sneakers Productions, which was an MTV production crew as well. Um, and then just got broke doing a lot of freelance work in Chicago. (laughs) So then had to move back to Nebraska where I, I started in AV and weddings. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. So, uh, for you guys, like going into business together, like what did that, what did that look like? Was it a conversation that happened over a long period of time? Was it a quick decision? So in our relationship, Kate is definitely the ideas person. And I'm the person where if you give me an idea, I run with it and just go. So Kate had an idea of, hey, why don't we start doing this together, form a company together? And I think by the time she had everything finished up, I had already started working out, okay, where are packages? What are we going to do? How is this going to work? And then she had to pull me back like, wait, 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 wait. We haven't even decided to do this yet. And I was like, yes. Yes, we're doing this. Yeah, so he kind of gave me the push for us to do it. Nice. We both were working for the same company under DJ and video. And the one thing that we got tired of is not knowing our clients, only getting to know them. A little bit. A little bit. And them just kind of, here's your paperwork. Go do it. You're done. Like for me, I would get my paperwork two to three weeks before the wedding and you know, every wedding, it was just, it was just another event. It was just, you know, another paycheck. It wasn't, you know, there wasn't this personal relationship that now we get to build with our clients and actually get to know them a little bit. You know, by the time I do a wedding with someone, I've probably met with them two or three times. You know, we we form a relationship with our couples and, you know, almost become a part of their wedding day and we're a part of them, you know, versus, 
we're just another vendor. And, and that's one of the things we really enjoy about being able to do this together and doing it on our own is that, you know, we, we have that control and we can kind of build that relationship. Definitely. Well, and I think especially with DJ, I feel like it could be one of those things where you walk in and if you DJ every wedding exactly the same, you're going to offend people. You're going to like have people love you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And and there is no standard form. I mean, it when, when I sit down and do a consultation with couples, I mean, we sit down and we talk, okay, what are your ideas? What are the things you want to do? What are the things that are important? Uh, you know, it's not like standard playlist A and here you go. You know, it, it's it's not some generic template. We actually sit down and we plan it all out and figure out exactly how they want everything to go, what the atmosphere is going to be like, and just totally customize everything to them. Yeah, definitely. And then, uh, so, Kate, when you were doing wedding films with this company, was it kind of a similar process where you would get like a shot list or names or whatever and then go out? Or what was that? Experience? Yeah, it was kind of like going into the it was kind of like going into it blindsided, um, where I get the paperwork the week of, call the bride, just kind of get very basic details, and then not necessarily know what became of the film, because I wouldn't edit them. So the fact that we have our own business now, to where I actually get to know my couple's story, and can kind of more handcraft and detailize their film based upon their history and how they met, and really focus on making it a one-of-a-kind film for them. And even down to, you know, music selections that we choose for each wedding film, you know, that that's such an important thing. And so based on that relationship that we've had with them and throughout the day, when you when you hear them getting ready in the, the bridal salon, what type of music they're listening to, what their personalities are, and then when she goes through and she spends eight hours picking out music for a, we for a wedding worse. film. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, but she can use those as things to help her as, as pieces of the puzzle to put it together to figure out what exactly she wants that's going to be a good fit for them. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, one of the things that I like to ask everyone is like, what are three things that your clients wouldn't know about you? So I don't know if you guys have three things individually or three things as a couple, but kind of hand it over and let you guys go with that. Well, I mentioned Disney World earlier. I am a Disney nut. I love Disney. Yes, I support her Disney addiction. Addiction. <laughs> I mean, come on, if you work there, you get access to the parks on your days off and stuff. So what are you going to do? Obviously, obviously go to the go parks. To the parks. <laughs> Essentially, I fund her Disney addiction. <laughs> so when was the last time you went to Disney World? Uh, we were at Disneyland yeah, last we October. Disneyland. Yes, that's right. Nice. Which would be the fourth time in the past five years. Yeah, I mean, that's and then we'll thing. be going back to Disney World in April. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. I had a friend who she they found like really cheap tickets to Orlando like three weeks before the date or whatever. And they're like, we'll book it and we're going to Disney. And I looked at her and I was like, do you want me to go like, yay, good job. Or like tell you really the things that you need to start working on right now. Because yeah. you're going to Disney in three weeks. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, we, we've got it down now. I mean, we, we know how the system works. And six months out, like you have to plan certain things. And we 
put it on the calendar. Like, okay, today's the day we got to book these rides. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Disney. <laughs> it's so great though. Like all of the pre-planning is almost just as fun as going. Mm-hmm. So they even going through cast member training. That was an experience in itself. I mean, you wear business suits and then in orientation, they made us go ride rides in our business suits just to experience the park that you were working at. In a business suit? In a business suit, yes. Um, so that was fun. And yeah. Okay, what else? I was definitely one of those kids that, uh, you know, I was in high school during September 11th and... You know, just watching and having the, you know, the the patriotism and just being swept up in everything that went on that day and everything that followed. And ever since then, it was kind of a passion to be able to serve, to be able to, you know, have the courage and the ability to, um, you know, if if something like that were to ever happen again, would we be ready or would I be ready to serve if needed? And I wanted to be able to do that. And so ever since then, it's always kind of been a passion for me to want to want to be a firefighter. And so now I am a firefighter and I love my job and I love the job that I do. Um, I love, you know, it's not, <clears throat> I love being able to help people in some of the most dire moments, being able to be that hand to, uh, and, and as a paramedic, being able to also, you know, medically treat or stabilize as needed. Um, I, it, it's just a, it's, it's a good feel good job and it's a good career that allows my wife to be able to have a Disney addiction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, have you ever had to use any of your like medical training during a wedding? I have actually, I had uh, a few years ago, I had a father of the bride. It was a little bit later on during the night. I uh, actually had a heart attack in the middle of a wedding reception. And, uh, you know, it was pretty quick and simple. I mean, we called 911 and I just did a basic assessment and passed along care to, to Omaha Fire Department when they got, when their medics got here. But, um, uh, and I've had, you know, people slip and fall and little, right. you know, stuff like that. But we kind of joke with our couples that he's kind of a one-stop shop. If you if you yeah. can get Joel at your wedding, uh, you know, he can save lives. He can <laughs> uh, DJ. He can hop in for video. He's even an ordained minister too. Oh, I am actually that's a that's a kind of a good point. Something they might not know. I again, let's specify this. Okay. I, I did the online. The the online ordination. It I'm not I'm not a minister. Yes, I'm not yes. robed. Uh, <laughs> yes. But I did do the online. That way I would be certified to do wedding receptions if or wedding ceremonies if needed. Um I've so had back up, back up, back up. If your officiant doesn't show up and you yes. hire Joel. He well can that's still marry I, I've I've had multiple experiences where uh someone had an officiant who um uh, you know, it was some internet find or they had a justice of the peace that maybe got their schedule mixed up uh, where their officiant was either really, really late or I did even have one where no one even showed up and they couldn't get a hold of who they were supposed to get a hold of. And they ended up 
one of their family members went online really quick and got signed up. And then we did the ceremony. I mean, ceremony started like 45 minutes late. And at least it worked. Um, and it was actually after that experience, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm going to do this. Let's take care of it. Um, and I've actually, since then, I've done a few ceremonies since then, uh, just because things happen. Uh, and so it's kind of a nice, you know, if it ever were to happen, I can jump in if needed, <laughs> you know. Totally. But, yeah. Like I said, yeah, that's an interesting, yeah, something to it know is. about me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. That's yeah. cool. <laughs> anything else? Kate, anything about you? Oh, I love ice cream. I love ice cream. Okay, question. What do you like better, ice cream or Disney? Mm. <laughs> it's a tough It's a tough one. Depends on the time of year. About Depends ice cream on the day. at Disney. Oh, that's just nuts. <laughs> <laughs> so what kind of ice cream? Um, I'm just your basic chocolate and vanilla with either sprinkles or M&Ms on top. And I'm happy. Just give me my ice cream. Even after a wedding, if I don't have to be home right away to relieve a babysitter, I go get ice cream. Heck, yes. <laughs> so yep. it's like my seventh heaven ice cream. Even when I was pregnant with both of our babies, it was ice cream. Like 1000%. Yeah. Oh my god! They got to know me my name at at a TCBY, and I was like, "Is that bad? Like, I don't, I don't know. If that's bad." Let me put it this way: We've actually looked into purchasing a TCBY franchise. We have multiple times, and every time we talk about it, my one comment is, "She would eat all the profits." Well, whatever. I love <laughs> my wife, but. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Whatever. that's funny. Oh my gosh. So, where else is your favorite? Like, what would be your top three places in Omaha um, to get ice cream? My number one is TCBY, even though now there's only one in Omaha, which makes me sad. My second, I'm Cold Yeah, Cold Stone is one of them, but then uh, the one in Dundee. Um, oh, E Creamery? E Creamery. Yes. I couldn't remember. I was drawing a E-creamery blank. E Creamery is good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's what I would, that's what I would say. Nice, yeah. But then if you go to Europe, I love their ice cream because it's all natural ingredients. I love European ice cream. It's amazing. Yeah, and, yeah. Gelato every block. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> then you come back to the U.S. and it's like, well, okay, okay. <laughs> well, icy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes. Um, something random about us that we've really gotten into lately is virtual reality games. Oh yeah. Oh yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. A random random date night, we'll find a VR place. And... Or if we just have an hour to kill or something, we'll go over to uh oh, what's the name of it? It's uh I don't know it's... what it's called. I just know that we go infinity. there. Yeah. Um I don't know. Infinity something. <laughs> But it's so it's so interesting and fun. I never thought we'd be into it, but it's a fun for a random date night or And it's just one game that we like to play. It's the Arizona Sunshine <laughs> zombie killing game. Nice. You wear a headset, you Oh my goodness. They turn around, there's a zombie in your face. It's fun. It, it, it's almost <laughs> embarrassing to admit it because every time we go in, 
it's like a bunch of high school kids hanging out in there. And then here's us stumbling in there like, doo, 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 doo. like hey, we want these two bays and we're going to go play and kill some zombies, you know, oh my gosh. <laughs> like total nerds. I get it. Yeah. Yep. It's okay. You've taken nerd into like 2019 though. It's mm-hmm. not like you're still nerding about things from 2005. Right. So right. you're, you're in with. <laughs> Although I will yeah. say every now and then we still have to pull out the super Nintendo. We do. We have a, vintage is it vintage yeah it'd be we have a retro. vintage super nintendo and it still works nice yeah we pull out mario kart mm-hmm. because that's our jam mm-hmm. yes, yes. yeah anyone who mario kart like isn't their jam like everyone you know, loves right? mario kart oh yeah but who wins every time not unless we play the wii version yeah if we play the wii <laughs> version but vintage mario kart that is so yeah. funny mm-hmm. oh my gosh I swear, it's like your cart's faster. No, I just time. have it mastered. I used to play it all the time when I was little. So nerd alert! <laughs> the muscle memory, like, the muscle memory is still there. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, so uh, one of the things that we talk about a lot is like becoming experts in our field. So most of the time, like for me, becoming better at something means that I maybe screwed something up and made a mistake. So what would be a mistake or two that you guys have made that you have learned from? Um, Because I think it's important for people in the wedding community, whether vendors or couples, to know that like we're all human. Things happen, but it's Mm -hmm. how we like recover from it that Mm -hmm. really makes us good at what we do. Sure. I don't want to talk about my mistakes. Well, I, I know one in particular that comes to mind, uh, you know, one of the most important thing, and, and you hear this from brides online all the time, and it's not, unfortunately, it's it's fairly common where someone plays the wrong song or they have the wrong song for a first dance or father-daughter dance or mother, you know, what whatever it might be. Uh, I had a wedding reception where I had downloaded the right song, but I was in a hurry the morning before. And when I download the song, apparently it only downloaded half the song for their first dance rather than, you know, when I, cause I legally purchased it and downloaded it, but it stopped halfway through the first dance song. And then all of a sudden you're, you got nothing. And then everyone's looking at me like, uh, you know, and for me, one of the things that I do before ever since then and this was eight years ago, and I do this every single reception. I get set up early, and then right away, I play my spotlight dances. I play my intro, and I walk around the room as I listen to the intro. I play the first dance, and I walk around the room as I listen to the first dance. I play the father-daughter song. I play the mother-son dance. If there's a wedding party dance or a parent's dance or any other spotlights, I play all those to make sure... <clears throat> A, it sounds good, and B, it has the entire song. And then I double-check my paperwork, double-check, make sure it's the right song, because if I need to do anything, I'd rather have it done. And now when I train any of my DJs, I train them all to do that exact same thing, because you don't want to make that mistake. No. My goodness. Yeah, and, like, wedding receptions, I feel like it's a whole lot of, like, hurry up and wait. But, like, when it's go time, it is go time. Yep. There's no delay. There's no, no oh, shoot, give me give me 10 minutes to download this song really quick. It's okay. Or, heaven forbid, you have a DJ that's trying to play music off YouTube. Like, oh, yes. hey, here, give me five and minutes add. so it can buffer. Oh, my God. <laughs> buffer. Yes. Wait. Still buffering. 
Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. For me, like, okay, this is off. Uh huh. But we've had it where we've accidentally thought we were both recording audio. Oh. And it didn't happen. I don't know if I want to bring that up. Though. Were you able to fix it? No, we had to go to the bride and groom and have them redo it. Well, okay. Oh, but you redid it okay. though. Right. So, because I had hard drives crash and I refunded two weddings, so you know, and 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 I would say I, I'm willing to say this for video. We have had issues in the past where we had a microphone that cut out in the ceremony, and we did not get the vows. And that was, I mean, that was five six years ago. But ever since then, our backup we now have multiple backup mics that we put on i mean we have a mic that we put on the groom so that we have that that's our primary but then we have a secondary recorder that we put on the officiant that way if primary goes dead or stops or we had a wedding a few months ago that the groom when he was hugging people it turned off no the microphone unclipped from his lapel and it was hanging down all of a sudden all we heard the entire the entire thing was yep. rubbing. Yeah, we didn't know. realize that till we went to go edit it yep. that yeah. it was not there. Um, but we wow. had a we had a secondary uh, recorder on the officiant, and then we also plugged into the soundboard. So we had three sources. We always um, make sure we back up our audio. Yeah, we have yeah. backups upon backups upon backups mm-hmm. because we had one event, like I said, where we we lost audio and we didn't have any other backups and. We actually, that couple, we recorded them after the fact. We pulled them aside like a month later and we had them had come them re-record. in and we re-recorded their vows. And they were they were fine with it, which made me relieved. But it's always that stressful situation where you have to approach them with it. Yeah. And... and and these events, you only get one shot. Exactly. Like it's not, it's not a film shoot or, you know, a recording studio where, oh, we'll just do another take or we'll redo this. You know, this is a special event. It's a special moment. And it's never going to be done the same way in the exact same tone and inflection and meaning ever again. Mm-hmm. You get yep. one shot and one shot only. Oh, I do have one for me. Besides that, yes. Um... Uh, about two years ago, I actually had one camera go down during the ceremony. Uh, it quit working when it turned back on. I didn't know what, what was going on. So taking, I, I, I know that's what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Taking back to that moment, it was about 110 degrees. Yes. Complete oh. humidity. Yeah. Bright, no, no cloud. No shade. No shade. It was the worst possible situation. And we actually had two cameras overheat. Yes, we had two cameras, but I had two others going. Thank goodness. Yep. So one lesson I've learned is even if you have one camera, you need to have a backup. You need to make sure that when it comes down to ceremony, like we've iterated, you only have one shot and you need to make sure you get it. Um, So I have a backup and a backup for your backup. (laughs) All that good stuff. Yes. Yes. So that, I mean... It's not necessarily a lesson learned, but being in the industry for 13 years filming weddings for myself, you just, I'm not comfortable having just one camera going. You need to make sure you have multiple. Definitely. And and we have the same thing with DJ equipment too. I mean, every system we send out, we have a backup mic system because you might get FM interference or, I mean, there's so many different variables 
uh, you know, backup speaker. I mean, what happens if you have a speaker go down? Okay, well, take down the bad one and throw up a new one. You know, it's your client. You should never have to make excuses to your client. As a professional, you are a professional. You should have things figured out and you should not have to make excuses. Totally. And that's one of the things that I feel like I've been talking a lot with couples about is I'm like, we have everything backed up so that if something goes bad on our end, your day doesn't have to stop. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and that's just it. I mean, and that's why you you hire a professional. You know, I'm not and I'm not saying that you're two hundred dollars special on Facebook or, you know, that friend who does it isn't gonna do a good job because they might do a good job. However, if something happens and stuff does happen, I mean, we've been in this industry for long enough that things happen. You know, you're filming on a 110 degree day, you might get a camera that burns out, it might happen. In fact, that camera is still sitting on a shelf because it is completely burned out. The sensor is dead. The sensor will not. I mean, it's, yeah, we it's, haven't gotten it fixed yet. Yeah, we don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we have like eight different cameras. Yeah. Yeah. No, big but, deal. no big deal. <laughs> but things happen. And if you have a professional that has backups upon backups, they're going to make sure everything gets taken care of so you don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Yep. Awesome. Okay. So before we kind of wrap up, another thing that I would love to touch on is like, what do you wish couples were asking you? Like when couples reach out with inquiries or through the planning process, like what are some things that you wish we'll start with video? Um, like when you are getting ready for the wedding and, um, I think especially in the inquiry process, when people are kind of just comparing numbers, mm -hmm. what do you wish couples were asking you? Um, well, I get, you know, the question I get a lot is, well, why are your prices so high? And the way I vouch for it is, well, you're not, I'm not just showing up with one camera and not getting to know you guys. When you hire me, I get to know my couples. I get to know you on a name-by-name -name basis. I'm creating something that years from now, your loved ones are going to be able to look back on and see. And also, too, like I'm not dogging up photographers by any means, but a, a photo is a snapshot in time. Yes, you do capture some emotion, but are you going to remember your vows 10 years from now? Are you going to remember uh, mom, you know, crying behind your back while you're focused, you know, in your husband's gazing eyes during the ceremony and stuff? It's those certain shots that I look for um, when I go to film. I look for candid moments. Um, I don't, you, you know, I work around the photographer and I love working with photographers. Um, but it's when they're not so posy, when my couples are not so posy. I look for those candid moments to where they're more relaxed and not stiff as a board, stiff as a board. Exactly. Um, but then it's not just that it's also audio pieces too, where like we've said before, now we always make sure we have backup audio. Um, I've seen videographers where they just show up with a camera and that's it and no audio. And I'm like, how, how can you do that? You need to make sure that when you hire a professional that they are bringing their game and bringing the equipment that they need. Um, that too. And we are also covered with liability insurance. 
So, um, you know, we do set up lights for the reception and stuff. And I have had them go down um, with guests kicking them or whatever. But if if it were to fall on somebody or something, I mean, granted, that hasn't happened. But we make sure we put them in a place where it typically won't happen. Um, but we have liability coverage to where if somebody gets hurt or something from our equipment, you know, we try and have that as a backup too. Just, we want to make sure everybody's playing safe. So yeah, definitely. Did that explain it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. How about for DJ? Like, do you feel like DJs, I mean, I feel like right now with DJ and video, also photo, you throw a rock and you hit one. Like there are so many. And so like, what do you suggest couples are asking their DJs so they can kind of like find the good ones? You know, the one thing I always tell couples is whenever you're looking at DJs, sit down and talk with them, you know, or if nothing else, have a, have a, have a phone conversation with that DJ, whoever it is you're looking at. Um, you know, if you go, if you're looking at, you know, some special on Facebook, you know, sit down and talk with that DJ. And if you feel like they're going to take care of you, then perfect. Uh, if you're going with a big company that has a bunch of DJs, uh, you know, interview the DJ and pick out the DJ. And I, I know some of those big companies out there, they've got some great DJs that work for them. But then there's also, you know, the other side of things. And so I always tell people, if you're going to go with one of those companies, make sure that you interview whoever it is that you're going to have and make sure that that's the DJ that you're going to have. Make sure uh, that maybe they'll still be working for them in a year. Exactly. And, and because you want to have that comfort that everything's going to be taken care of, you know, just like we've said, you only get one shot at this. This is going to be your wedding reception. It's going to be the night that you're going to talk about for years to come. And your DJ is either going to be, oh my gosh, that DJ was so awesome. We had such a great time. The dance floor was packed. Or you're going to remember, what was that DJ doing at that time? Like, what, what was he thinking? You know, you don't want to have those memories. So make sure you get to know your DJ. And I love having a, you know, being able to meet with couples, have coffee with them. You know, I, I love to get to know them. I love to sit down. And I, and I tell everyone when I, when I sit down and talk with a couple who's looking at possibly using our services, I try to be as open of a book as I can, because if I talk with a couple and I know that I'm not going to be a good fit or any of my DJs aren't going to be a good fit, I'm going to tell them, you know, if they're looking for, you know, something in particular, like they want a DJ who like is, is a club DJ who's going to give them that feel. I'm going to give them a list of three or four DJs. They're going to be a better fit than me. Um, if they're looking for a DJ who's going to be doing like, oh my goodness, we want to do all these country line dances. We want a DJ who's going to be able to call these out. Like I can maybe do a couple of those, but if that's what you're looking for, I'm going to pass them along, you know? If they're looking for a bilingual DJ, someone, you know, someone who's going to be able to very cater to a certain direction. I've got a couple of DJs I know that do a great job with that. And I could stumble my way through it. I could figure it out, but I know I wouldn't be the perfect fit. And so I'm open and honest with my couples when I talk to them that, hey, this might be a better fit for you. And I, but I think you don't get that experience if you don't sit down with them and talk with them. And so 
at the end of the day, sit down and interview your DJ. Yep. Totally. Awesome. Is there anything else you guys would want to cover? Do you want to talk about your rebrand at all? I mean, I yeah. it's kind of the, we could kind of talk about like reasons why and yeah, sure. good sure. stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'll ask the question Okay, and then I'll let you go. <laughs> okay. Um, so recently you guys rebranded to a new name, new logo, but I'm sure behind that new business, you know, um, goals and ideals and everything like that. So tell us a little bit about the new face. Sure. Absolutely. You know, I, I look at it the same way as I look at, I don't know if I should say this, <laughs> I, <laughs> I like, with, with, with our company, it's, it's the same as like a marriage, you know, you get a couple years in and you start, you know, you're doing things really good a certain way, but you almost need to relook at the reason why you started to begin with, and you need to enter into it and just take a step back and be able to look inside and re-engage yourself and figure out exactly what it is you are doing to begin with. And within the past couple of years, we've done a lot of introspection and we've looked inside and just re-engaged and thought about what it is that's important to us with our business and with providing the best possible service we can for our couples. And looking back to throughout the years that we've been doing this, um, when we hit about year six in our business, um, we're kind of looking at, I was more looking at our films and looking at how more documentary they were versus now in today's world, how much our videos have changed um, to become more story-based instead of just filming things as is to where now I feel like for our films, we are more hands-on instead of just showing up with a camera and just kind of letting the photographer take the lead. We love working alongside photographers and um, kind of stepping in when we need to, to get shots that we need that we feel like would be a good fit for the film. Um, and so moving forward, we were looking and it's not necessarily I, I a just, video anymore. I, I just, I just think a couple of years ago was about the point we were at our six year mark. And I just felt like we got stagnant. We felt like we were, we were just kind of doing the same thing over and over and over again. <laughs> and it almost got to a point where it became more of a standard template where, okay, this is what we do. This is how we do it. You know? And we're just, we, we, kind of lost ourselves almost. And so over the past few years, we've kind of been, in, like I said, in that process of looking inside and not necessarily reinventing ourselves, but getting the two back to the core of who we are and having just more self-awareness. Yes. Yeah. And so that's why we decided to change the name from video to films. Um, because I really do feel like we've done a whole transformation. If you go back on our Vimeo page, our first wedding video is on there. And whew. <laughs> <laughs> well, I even feel like just in the last three years, yes. you've really like revamped your style. Yes. And it's a completely different look. It is. Than what it was before. It is. Yes. And um, what I find funny being a husband-wife team is there were some things that I really wanted to change with our video packages. 
But Joel really fought me on it. He didn't want me to drop certain things. And it just makes me laugh because I kind of got my way. And um, I haven't looked back because I love it. Um, it. It surprised me with some of our package changes, um, what couples want and don't want. But that's why we've changed things because we found that a bride isn't necessarily interested in having her full ceremony documented. They just want the highlights. But if a bride does want it, they can add it on later, um, which is totally fine. Uh, but it really, it totally caught me off guard with that. Um, that a bride doesn't want her full ceremony. I know. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and, and it's funny you mentioned that too, because that, that's been a hard thing for me was getting rid of that full ceremony as a standard mm -hmm. and making it an add-on because that is, and, and that is the one thing that I always try to promote to brides is, Hey, you know, you don't think about it right now, but 25 years from now, you might look back and think, gosh, you know, for, for the extra couple hundred to add that on, I should have just added the full ceremony, Yep. you know, and, and that's one of those, you know, add on items that I'm glad we have it that way now, but I always promote to brides. It's an easy add on to add that on, just add it because like I said, 25 years from now, you're going to thank me. And what we love, too, is actually we have full ceremony for our wedding. And what we love right now is um, our kids are five and seven, and um, they both love to sit and watch our wedding video. And it's so cute because they're like, that's mommy and that's daddy. And it's just it's really cute um, to show them that, like, hey, this is what we were before you guys. So, <laughs> yep, I know. <laughs> And my kids ask, and we don't have one. Yeah. And so, you know, but I'm, I always come at it from that point because I'm just like, you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and we didn't really cover with our logo rebrand, like, do we want to say, like, films is more of the, not moneymaker, but. Priority. Um, over but I, yeah. no, I don't, I don't want to necessarily go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But did we but, cover everything with the name change? Not really. I, I just think at, at the heart of our, at the heart of our rebrand is definitely, um, from changing from a final take music and video to a final take films and DJ, it just brings us back to the point of what are we doing? And it's when you think of wedding videography you think of the old dated um your mom and dad's handy cam home video versus that's not what wedding films are now mm -hmm. wedding films now are they're very cinematic it's very emotional uh you know there's so many elements that go into it and a lot more time that goes into making them a lot too. more time yes but what you end up with is you end up with a product that is more than just some basic video that you can look back at and laugh, but something you can watch and you can feel the emotion and be involved in it and be able to relive over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yes. yes. Cool. Awesome. All right. Well, um, before we end things, can you let people know where they can find you on the World Wide Web? Sure. Sure. We are um, our website, www.afinaltake.com. And we are also uh, listed on The Knot and Love Stories TV. 
and we were actually recently um, spotlighted, featured, featured on Love Stories on TV. Love Stories TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we are also on Facebook and Instagram, and um, going crazy on YouTube as well. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah.